Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Commercial property defaults and getting rid of a tenant and replacing a tenant can be key to the success of your commercial property portfolio. Sometimes you might have taken over a property that has an underperforming tenant. Sometimes the intention is to actually kick out the tenant because you know they're underperforming or they're not paying market rent, or perhaps they were on a sweetheart deal and they are just not willing to pay market rent, so you have to swap them out with a new tenant. Whatever it is, you need to know the correct procedures and when to engage lawyers. And sometimes you're just unlucky and then you had great tenants for 10 or 15 years and all of a sudden they end up not being so good. What do you do? What is the next step? Listen to this podcast and I'm going to interview Nathan from ABP Lawyers who is going to walk you through how he evicts a tenant and under what circumstances we're going to discuss that you should be evicting a tenant. So follow us through this podcast and let us share with you how and what's the best way and when is most important to vacate a tenant. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow here with Helen Tarrant. I'm actually here with Nathan and uh, from... ABP Lawyers. There you go. Not because I've forgotten the name, but... (laughs) It's, it's because it's always good to give your business a plug. But the idea today is there is a lot of things that people talk about in the commercial space, especially about how you deal with problematic tenants, especially how you kick out a tenant and put in a new one. Putting in a new one is easy because you give them some lease incentives and you write a lease, right? But what if you just have an underperforming tenant? And this is really important when you guys are looking at uplift properties, right? Uplift properties, at some point, you may need to switch out a tenant. At some point, you may need to kick out a tenant. Uh, At some point, you may need to terminate a lease, especially when you're inheriting someone's problem, right? So, um, you know, I think we're all wearing beige today, so we're all a bit beiged out today. But anyway, um, so tell me, Nathan, what happens if someone comes to you and says, look, my tenant's not paying rent, Um, they're underperforming, or that, you know, they're just not doing what they're meant to do. Yep. So it's not a one-size-fits-all, first of all. It depends on the lease agreement that you've signed with the tenant, and it depends on whether it's a commercial or retail lease. So there is a difference between the two. Uh, the retail lease is governed by the Retail Leases Act, and the retail tenant actually gets a little bit more rights than a commercial tenant. So it depends on the circumstances, but typically if a tenant has defaulted on the lease, what you do is you normally give them a heads up by way of a notice. So the notice will give the tenants uh, a heads up as to what default they have actually uh, made and the time frame that they have to rectify. So if so yeah. that's like an essential part of the lease. So when you look at people signing leases, normally this is some essential part. Like they've got to pay they got to pay rent, right? Yeah. That's number one. Really. Essential terms. Essential right. terms. They'll pay some outgoings. Yeah. That's an essential term. Yeah. Not damage the premises. Not damage the premise. That that's an essential term. Buy insurance. Uh, buy insurance. Okay. And what like well not damage some maintenance. Um, things like you know potentially other breaches that they could have. Um, I, I know that in Strata we often see some issues when we go through the Strata uh, searches and reports that sometimes, you know, they're parking areas, they can't, they put their, like, their shipping containers across like parking spaces, yep. like all sorts of stuff that really irks the Strata yep. and we can technically kick the tenant out. But 
uh, so not creating problems for other tenants, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. 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 So it, it really, if, as a, as a landlord, what is important to you is that the tenant pays their dues in accordance with the lease and also they don't damage your premises. So those are probably two of the main things that most landlords care about. Uh, obviously, as long as they don't impact on other aspects of your business, which is renting out the premises. Yeah, so basically, as much as you can, it's basically your, your tenant has to pay rent. So in the instance they don't pay rent, you're giving them a notice. So the notice basically says, hey, you didn't get, you didn't pay rent last month or yep. two months. Or, so what time frame do you give them that, that notice? It depends on, as I say, what type of of lease it is but, but call it's, it just generally commercial it's lease. between 14 and 30 days that you okay. have you can you have to give them a heads up uh, uh and if they don't comply within that time frame you can actually terminate that lease by a notice of termination okay so if my tenant say you know first of july i, I bought the property first yeah. of july and we're now august we're now in august so they didn't pay rent in july Right, and then now obviously we're in we're on the sixth of August or the ninth of August now. I can't remember my date, but do we now send them out the notice pretty much because yeah. they they actually haven't paid rent for July. Yeah. So we send them out a notice now and we give them what fourteen days roughly yeah. notice yeah. Four, for them yeah. to rectify paying us rent. Exactly. So let's just say then they didn't pay us rent and now we're towards the end of August. What happens now? Well, if they haven't complied with the notice um, to rectify the breach, yeah. then you can issue a notice to, of termination. And the notice of termination just pretty much tells them that the lease is at an end and they have to vacate the premises and make good in accordance with that lease. All right. So, therefore, then you basically, that's when you kick your tenant out. Basically, and, and when do you, you terminate their lease, but then what happens if, say, they still have three or five years to go on the lease? Do you sue them for the balance of that lease? So you normally have a security deposit, so yeah. you can first claim against the security deposit if it's insufficient to cover the, uh, the, the, the loss that you have incurred, which can include the cost of rectifying the make good, the cost of any unpaid rent, as well as any incentive that you may have to pay to the next tenant. So if you are actually paying three months rent free to get the next tenant in, you can also add that to your damages as well. So you can either make claim against the lessee uh, as well as a personal guarantee if a guarantor if you have a personal guarantee in place. Okay. So then so if say you needed to kick out the tenant and the tenant left all there fit out there yep. and the next tenant is going to be a totally different tenant which means you have to strip out that then they still have two or three years left on the lease um that's when and like let's say they don't even have a, they may or may not have a personal guarantee they may not let's say in the instant they don't have a personal guarantee we know that if they do you go after them but if they don't you have to go after the company yeah that's that's the, your lease so you can go after them after all those costs you right? can yeah. you can yeah. obviously you have to minimize that, right? You have to buy by try to tenant it. Yeah, you, you have to what's called mitigate the loss, which means that you have to try your best and provide evidence that you have, to the best of your ability, marketed that property as soon as as soon as possible, in as many ways as you can to justify you charging uh, that loss towards that tenant. Yeah. Okay. So. You've got to minimize your loss, which is important. So let's say that the tenant owes you, by the end of all this, you've done it, you put the new tenant, there's a 50K deficit, right? So you then go after the tenant for that, that yeah. 50K. Yeah. 
and you may or may not recover it and not you know, what we try to do is obviously you, if um, and we've seen situations even with our clients where um, this has happened during COVID and the new tenant they put in is actually a better tenant so at which point there is no real no real suit right because if you're putting in better tenant now the property is worth more it's sort of slightly that the argument then it becomes well the suit is whatever loss that you've incurred above the uh, security deposit you get which is as i said um any make good that yeah. you've had to rectify any unpaid uh unpaid um lease yeah. rental or outgoings as well as uh any incentive you've provided to the next tenant um just keep in mind that you can't just make good the premises there's actually a, a procedure that you have to go through so you actually have to give the tenant the right to come and actually take that uh make good and take any of the equipment away yeah. if they don't take that equipment away you actually have to list every item of the equipment to make sure that um you can anything that is of value you have to justify the value and potentially have to sell that uh, those equipment and recover that to pay whatever damages that you've suffered. So it's not a straightforward process, um, but generally speaking, any loss that you incurred, you can claim against the tenant. Yeah. And then once they've sort of terminated the, the, the contract, you, you pretty much lock them out, right? You keep change the key. Yeah. So if you have done gone through the correct process uh, in accordance with the lease and if applicable to in accordance with the Act, then you pretty much on termination of the lease change lock. It's not like a residential tenancy agreement where you have to get you know, the tribunal's um, order to kick that tenant out and get a sheriff involved. So it, with a commercial lease, it's much, much easier and simpler. Just go in and change the lock once you've correctly issued the notice of termination. Yeah. Well, that makes kicking a tenant out easy, but I know the road to evicting a tenant is never easy because there's a lot of considerations and most people are scared of that vacancy that comes up and this is where you need professional help. So you need professional guidance, um, finding a solicitor or a lawyer that is really proactive, finding a solicitor or lawyer who actually specialises in property law versus someone who is just who does it on the side um you know they, they might be you know they might do family law it might be someone you've consulted before who does family law who um who you use and you think maybe they can help you with a lease but that's not the right avenue you really need to consult someone who is a, who is more specialist in that property law space uh which is you know one of the reasons that we work with nathan with our clients on uh, on our commercial property dealings and and he can help our clients in terms of if we need to uh evicting a tenant putting a new tenant in there and and having the Right advice, right? Yeah, so we're we're here always to support uh, Helen's uh, clients in relation to any property needs that they have. Um, we're pretty much part of the team. We work very yeah, closely yeah. together. Yeah. Um, and, and look, it's about having the result. Like whether you evict the tenant now, sooner or later, it's a personal decision, but it's something that you just you need to discover, but discuss and also strategize about because it's the money on the line, right? If you going to kick the tenant now versus like, like I've had a situation where someone chose to not evict the tenant for a long time because they wanted to accumulate that loss and it was sort of because of all this make good there was a reason for them to do it then I've got someone who I mean normally I would just go if they're not performing kick them out lock the doors and then just get on with it right because yeah. you never make up for lost rent but delaying that process is sort of um, yeah. it's for some people it's an advantage for some people it's not yeah. and and ultimately, it's your personal decision. And something that if you're going through this or if you are looking for some help in this area or if you're looking at a property that you're actually going to take on that the tenant has gone and you're not sure, reach out to us, you yeah. know, helentarrant.com and... ABP Lawyers. There you go. How do they find you? 
uh, abplaw.com.au and just uh, to cap off, you know, if um, as Callan was saying, if you have any tenants that are delinquent or un- are defaulting on the contract, it really you really need to ask for professional advice. Uh, Helen's team can provide you with advice because we had tenants who are long-term tenants and they were defaulting because of COVID-19 and they were just going through a tough time in, in the business. So you may not want to I have to look at the situation and assess on a a case-by-case scenario. So Helen's team can give you uh, professional advice on what to do in each individual situation because each situation is unique. Yeah, and, and look, Nathan doesn't just operate in in Sydney, in New South Wales. It operates across Queensland as well. So a lot of our clients have Queensland property. So if you're in a different state and you want that helping hand, do reach out to us, HelenTarrant.com, and uh, we'll post uh, details about Nathan's company below. Let us know what other topics you want us to cover. Bye Thanks, now. guys. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. The ins and outs of how to evict a tenant, when to evict a tenant, and what is the proper way to evict a tenant. I cannot stress enough that if you're going to vacate a tenant or the tenant is underperforming, that you seek professional advice, whether it's through our agency, through someone else, or someone who's professional and deals with this, maybe a property manager that we have worked with, or a property manager that you know who are experienced in this, rather than sit back and let it lag. In residential, people just take it and they it's part and parcel and it's very hard to remove a tenant. In commercial, it's very different. The r- rules and the laws are on your side. If your tenant's not working properly or underperforming or they're just not treating you right or they're not performing under the lease, you have every right to kick them out. So make sure, though, you do it properly, you do it correctly, and you seek the right advice rather than sitting on your hands because every moment that you waste, every moment that you are handling the situation wrong is costing you money. And, in fact, you know, it's giving your tenant more chance to actually use the money they would have paid for rent to lawyer up and actually defend their case. So make sure you really think this through and seek that professional advice. So until the next podcast, keep hunting, keep looking, and if you look for someone to help you, build a commercial cash flow portfolio, then reach out to me, helentarrant.com, Unicorn Commercial Property, and let us build or help you build a cash flow rich property portfolio together. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.